0: This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman, and uh, if you were awake at half past two last night, uh, or excuse me, on Saturday night, or perhaps if you were not awake, then you may have experienced the earth tremor, earthquake, earth event that happened in Johannesburg uh, by some uh, accounts A five magnitude uh, earth tremor happening in the city People freaking out, waking up, immediately going on Twitter to sell everyone that they were freaking out uh, And uh, wanting to find out more information So uh, we have a man who normally we, we ask to look at the sky But uh, he has some knowledge of what goes on in the earth as well uh, And so we we thought we'd bring him on and answer a few questions And that man is Simon Gere He is a weatherman, but he also knows about... Uh, about things that f- rock in the earth so uh simon how you doing
1: yeah good good morning ben it's uh, a
0: freezing morning this
1: morning in Joburg. It's <laughs> um fun to be talking about something other than the weather yeah i suppose <laughs> so i uh, did did you feel the earthquake simon i did well no um, so what happened was i I was awake when you know I started getting whatsapps from family members and and so on. So obviously the earthquake had woken me up, but I didn't experience it. I only went 20 minutes later when people started saying, "Oh my gosh, did you see that?" That right. um, I then I then realised something had happened. So no, I missed it unfortunately.
0: Yeah, well, it was a, a slightly terrifying experience, uh, I have to say, uh, not, not that anything broke where I was, but still, it is it is disturbing when when, the, when these things happen. <laughs> uh, but not necessarily completely uncommon. We we do have earth tremors uh, in Johannesburg from time to time.
1: Yeah, I mean, very, very common in, in Joburg, um, just because, you know, underneath Joburg is this, uh, honeycomb of, of really, really big old mine, um, mine tunnels. This was unusually big for, uh, a mine collapse event. So, it's, uh, the, the Council for Geosciences is still having a look at it to see, you know, what, what they think is, is the likely cause. Um, but certainly minor tremors. Uh, I get the sense maybe not as common now as they used to be. Uh, I seem to remember them quite reasonably regularly as a child, but then that might also just be that mental trick of remembering unusual events.
0: Right. And it is interesting. I mean, the, the, all sorts of questions about illegal mining that we have uh, in, in, in Johannesburg in particular. Do, do you think that that may be contributing to, to the, the no, increased magnitude? No.
1: No, I, I, I would, I'd be surprised if the, if the illegal miners are, are, have large enough operations that they could create a void big enough to, to really register seismically if it collapsed. Um, what, I mean, what they might be doing is, 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 is pumping out tunnels. Um, you know, and therefore, you know, the, the water's not holding the tunnel up any longer and then it collapses. But uh, if you look at the mining that was in the area, um, where this happened, um, which is out, uh, Boxburg way, uh, the mining there has been from the 1890s so those are really really old mines and um you know they've they've been uh, closed down for for decades and decades and most of them will have just filled up with water over time but uh, what can happen is that um if the water level drops for whatever reason maybe lots and lots of people um uh, putting boreholes in where they didn't use, used to you know that sort of thing that can cause some of those voids to empty and then that would be uh, uh, liable for a collapse, and, and we would be able to feel that on the surface.
0: So, so five degrees on the Richter scale. Uh, what does that sort of mean in in layman's terms, in terms of where this sits as a seismic event?
1: Yeah. So the, the Richter scale is uh, logarithmic, which means it, it doubles in um, in magnitude every every one uh, that you go you go up the, the Richter scale. And the very very top big earthquakes are round about nine. Um so those are the catastrophic ones that, um you know, set off the major tsunamis or, you know, can really destroy entire cities, that sort of thing. Um most of the, the mining related ones, the little rumbles, you know, where you could, you just completely hear the glass rattling in your, in your window, that sort of thing. Uh, those are usually about three and a half, three, somewhere around there. So, so this, um five is, is, is decent for Joburg. It's, it's certainly, um the biggest I've heard of, uh, in, in Joburg.
0: But not necessarily in South Africa. Uh, Joburg sits on quite a, a geologically sound plain. It's actually a, a fairly stable place. But down in the Cape, we have the sort of Cape Fold Mountains. Uh, historically, you go back, you, you, uh, Tulburg had a famous one in the sixties. That's at around like seven.
1: Yeah. So, um, one of the big features of this one that happens, um, for us is that it was, uh, you know, 30 seconds in, um, in extent uh whereas the toolberg one um lasted for a long time um and also had a number of aftershocks uh and was just greater in magnitude anyway and um, so that's what caused the, the 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 destruction there sort of what uh fifty years ago now uh, and and you, you you're quite right i mean Joburg... Is one of the most stable places on the planet, both geologically and meteorologically. You know, we don't get hurricanes. We don't get earthquakes. We don't get volcanoes. We don't get any of those fun things that I would love to be able to experience as a, <laughs> as a climatologist and an earth scientist. So, so, so yeah, but, but what we do have is the, the, the these mining related, um, seismic events.
0: Okay. We, 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 just get uh, all, all the political earthquakes, uh, here in Joburg. That's, uh, <laughs> that's mostly our problem. Now, you know, we, we tend to think, Simon, uh, that the, that the weather and the geology is, is, is separate. But I mean, there has been some suggestions, some research that, uh, it's connections between climate change and things like earthquakes. So how, how connected do you think those sorts of phenomena might be? Not, not here, obviously, but sort of around the world.
1: Yeah, not very. Um, I mean, there are some, uh, areas. So for example, the Himalayas, uh, is losing a lot of its ice and as those, Glaciers uh, melt and, and and flow down the valleys, and um, so there's less weight on top of the land, and so you're going to get some um, what we call isostatic rebound as the land expands up again, exactly like you getting off a mattress. You know, then the the mattress expands back up, and that could cause um, seismic events there. The reason that that people make the connection between uh, things like earthquakes and the weather. Is, uh, I, I think, firstly, generally in a, in a, in a science room, the only scientist available is the weather guy. <laughs> so we tend to land up doing, doing commentary on this. And then if you'll remember the, um, the, 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 uh, Sri Lankan tsunami, the, um, the Indian Ocean tsunami yes. happened on, um, uh, on you, on, uh, or boxing, uh, 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 boxing down, uh, and, And I was the only guy in Joburg answering my phone who was willing to come on the radio. All of the, and I kept on saying to them, guys, phone the geology professors. I don't know. And in the end just had to take a crash course in earthquakes to be able to comment on that. But it, it it meant that I came for many years afterwards. I, I was aware that people were confusing the issues because they'd heard a weather guy talking about it. Right. Um, so they assumed it was weather related. And it wasn't just me. Right around, around the world, CNN, the only guys they could get to comment on were the weather guys. BBC, it was all the same. It was all us weather guys all around the world who were make, making a comment on that thing until the New Year had passed and all these other proper scientists got back into the office. <laughs> uh-
0: Maybe then, if you can, maybe spend a couple of moments on the mechanics of, it, of an earthquake. Right, so you you have this event; it it goes out, but it's it's the it actually has a number of different shock waves that are what cause the damage and the shaking and the, the all sorts of things that and that cause the problems.
1: Yeah. So, so this sort of event is very short lived. It's literally just um, it's probably a cavern that opened up, probably because of of water. Um, uh, receding away from a from a, from a, a void, um, and so you get this collapse, and then you get echoes sort of rolling back and forth across the um, you know uh, 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 through the through the Earth's crust, and not unlike a splash in a bath basically, mm-hmm. um, and that dissip- dissipates over time. Uh, the really destructive earthquakes are the ones on plate boundaries, and what's happening there is that you've got Two tectonic plates which are moving past each other, but they don't move past each other like two ships. They, they, they jammed against each other and over time that pressure builds and builds and builds and then it suddenly slips. M- more like and, when I'm
0: scraping my car along a pole or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even more so. Like I'm just trying to think of an example. If you, if you push your hand down on a table mm-hmm. and you push hard, 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 and then suddenly it's, it slips away from you, that's, that's the feeling that you get. Right. So the pressure builds. And then it overcomes the, the, the friction and it goes. Those things are massive. So, you know, sometimes the earth's uh, crust can shift sort of 10, 15 meters, which isn't a lot in the scale of, of the earth. But if you think if there's a body of water over that, that suddenly is shifted by, by 10 meters or in like the case of San Francisco or Tokyo, you've actually got buildings, you know, on, on an area that suddenly shifts by that amount. I mean, that's, it's absolutely
0: catastrophic. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Which which brings us to an interesting point because when I was uh, sitting there at half past two in the morning, uh, figuring out that this we were having some kind of tremor, first thing thing in my life w- w- went through my mind was, hmm, "What am I supposed to do now?" From a safety perspective, <laughs> uh, you know. So, <laughs> uh, in the end, I didn't think it was too much of an issue. But if you do find yourself in in an in an earthquake type situation, what 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 are you supposed to do?
1: I mean, I suppose the first point I must make is that Joburg is never going to have an earthquake big enough for us to really worry about it. So I suppose the first thing to do is not to waste too much sleep on it. Um, But if you happen to be visiting, you know, somewhere that does have proper earthquakes, um, what you want to do is to get into the strongest portion of the building that you're in. Uh, And the very safest place to be is outside in time. But if you can't get outside in time, if, you know, the earthquake is already underway then you want to find a strong structure within your your house so um a, a doorway um you know maybe under some of the, the big strong support beams something like that um and really just uh, ride it out um but but once that first shock is is over uh, you get they encourage everyone to get out of buildings and that often is what causes the humanitarian crisis because, um, uh, you know, if we look at places which have had uh, major earthquakes like Turkey and Syria, uh, people were m- removed from their homes in the middle of winter with really just the, the clothes on their back and weren't able to get back into their buildings where all their food and their clothes and everything else was. Um, and so suddenly you've got everyone from a normal city to suddenly the entire city having to live out on the streets in a matter of moments is is, is really, really serious.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So good to know that we're we're not going to be having that, Simon. uh If if people are interested in this kind of uh, earthquakes, but you know your stuff, weather, whatever, where, where can they find out more information? So that because uh, there's actually quite a lot of good info out there. If You know, it's not too difficult if you're not completely science uh, science focused yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, these days the 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 joy of the internet is there's literally really top class information absolutely everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, the truth is that there's not a lot of fake news in the sort of weather and earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there probably is if you can find it, space lasers and all of that sort of stuff. But, but it's uh, you know there's there's very very credible info um, on on YouTube and on Wikipedia and all of those sort of places and yeah you, know, you go you go down a rabbit hole on Wikipedia on some of these sort of things and it's a really enjoyable way to waste a Sunday afternoon.
0: <laughs> well, that's uh, and, and and perhaps a Monday morning, Simon. Thank you so much uh, for joining us and uh, just uh, filling us in on uh, on on what to be worried about and not when it comes to earthquakes. Yeah, cheers, Ben. Stay so well. There we go. That was Simon Gere, everyone's favorite weatherman. And for the purposes of this discussion, also a geomorphologist and geologist on 101.9 Hi FM.